Good evening, and welcome to the Tea with Nick podcast, where I sip tea and I give you the scores of the night and also any top headlines that might be out there. I try not to add any fluff, any pointless headlines, only the top headlines that I feel directly impact the leagues. We're going to start with NBA uh, today. Let's go ahead and read through these scores here. So starting with Utah Jazz versus the Indiana Pacers. Utah Jazz win it 104-84. to Toronto Raptors beat Detroit Pistons in overtime 121-119. to Memphis Grizzlies lose to the Chicago Bulls 119-110. to Houston Rockets lose. Houston Rockets actually, sorry. They beat Milwaukee Bucks 110-99. to New Orleans Pelicans beat the Kings 114. New Orleans wins their 10th straight game there, so that's really good for them. That ties their franchise record. Cleveland versus the Denver Nuggets. Cleveland gets the win, 113 to 108. James put up a good amount of points tonight with 39 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists, so grabbing that double-double as well. The last game on the slate was Orlando Magic versus the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers win it 108 to 107, so a close game there for the Lakers and the Magic. Going on over to, actually, let me see if there's any top headlines before we pop on over to the NHL. Um, I don't think I saw anything today, but, you know, things can happen at any point. So let's see what's happened. If anything's happened since the last time I was on the site. Um, Not much, really. Let's see, Rockets make it their 17th straight win so they are just rolling right along just absolutely crushing it uh let's see oh that's actually pretty interesting so Kawhi leonard says he wants to play this season and denies talk of friction with the san antonio spurs um so let's see this article is not too too bad um, I'm just going to read you what Kawhi said. So he says, everything was done as a group, Leonard said, of him seeking second opinions. I don't feel like nothing was friction. I talked to Pop. Uh, if you don't know, that's the uh, Spurs coach. Every day, he knows what the progressions were. He knew what I was doing the whole entire time, as well as the front office. We made a group decision, so it was me just going out and saying, I'm going to go out and do this thing. Asked if he could like, or if he would like to finish his career as a spur. Leonard said, yeah, for sure. Leonard also said he hopes to get back on the court soon. Although he doesn't have a set date for his return, his last game was on January 13th. I just have to keep doing what I'm doing, Leonard said. The progression that I am making has been great. I just have to keep doing what I'm doing. So this is uh, a meeting where reporters today clarified with Leonard that the talk uh, of discord with the team is not the case. So that's that's what that was about. Um, but that that is good that he's feeling confident. Of course, Pop uh, can be very cautious, um, you know, and you never know with Pop. Uh, so I wonder if, you know, he'll actually get to play anytime soon. I wonder if he's just saying that. Um, you know, that's that's um, interesting. Hopefully he is because he's a very talented player and it's always exciting to watch him play. Let's go ahead and jump on over to the NHL like I was going to do. Um, so we'll go ahead and read the scores here. So Calgary versus Buffalo. Calgary just crushes Buffalo 5-1. to one. Pittsburgh uh, their rivalry game versus Philly 
Pittsburgh gets the win 5-2. to two. Arizona versus Vancouver, is, Arizona gets the win 2-1. to one. So that's really it. It was a small night for hockey. Um, let's see if there's any interesting news in the hockey world. Uh, does not look like anything big. Like I said, I only like to bring you the big stories that I think are very interesting. Um, something that's not crazy. I, I don't want to. I don't want to waste your time. Um, let's see. Back suspended three games for the interference in the Bruins game. So Boston Boston forward punished for actions against the Detroit center uh, Nielsen. So um, just in case you wanted to know, he picked up a three-game suspension. Um, Predators have their ninth consecutive win streak. Sets a franchise record. That's funny. A uh, P.K. Subban wins Canadian Screen Award for Just for Laughs performance. So Predators defenseman claims honor in Best Variety or Entertainment Special Category. Congrats to him. Um, So I'm getting into that kind of pointless news that's just there just to fill time. So we will move on to some MLS. Jumping on over to the MLS, there was only one. Well, there's two games tonight. So we had Toronto FC versus uh, the Tigres. Sorry, hopefully I'm saying that right. My my Spanish is not so good. Um, and this was for a CCL game. And Toronto gets to win 2-1. to one. Seattle plays Chivas. Chivas, sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I really do apologize. Uh, and that's for the CCL as well. And Seattle gets the, one, or the win 1-0. to zero. Um, let's see if Dempsey gets the goal on the Seattle game. So good for him. Um, that is looking like some of the top news. Yep. So we're going to go ahead and move on to MLB. I know MLB is in spring training right now, but I like to pop on over to the site and see if anything is interesting. I will not read you all the scores for spring training. There's too many games going on with too many. Just, yeah, but I will do it in regular season. Um, let's see if there's any news coming out of baseball today that is... Hmm. Nothing fucking interesting going on tonight. Not even not even one. Well, uh Kershaw on Otani. Good luck. <laughs> so Clayton Kershaw tossed three scoreless frames. He also struck out Shohei Otani, then talked some smack after the outing. Um, so I guess we will talk about this a little bit. So if Shohani or Shohei Otani succeeds as major league hitter, he'll most like mostly face pitchers who don't come with a resume that includes three Cy Young awards, a most valuable player award and seven all-star selections. But Dodgers ace Clayton Kershaw did give the two-way player another gentle reminder in Wednesday's 4-2 win over the Angels that hitting big league pitching isn't going to be easy. 
Wednesday's Cactus League matchup likely would have drawn a healthy crowd, even if it didn't feature two of the most hyped players in baseball. So maybe the Kershaw-Otani face-off in the third inning could be considered a mere bonus for the 5,650 in attendance at Tempe 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 Diablo Stadium. The Dodgers were among the finalists to acquire Otani, who became the most coveted free agent uh, this offseason after being posted by Japan's Nippon Hom Fighters. I could care less now, Kershaw said when asked if he was excited to face Otani. He didn't pick us. Good luck to him. The result of that Otani-Kershaw confrontation could be constructed two ways depending on allegiance. Dodgers fans may argue Otani was completely overmatched by Kershaw's signature devastating curveball. Angels fans may say Otani wisely didn't swing at a pitch most hitters wouldn't be able to do anything with anyway. Either perspective leads to the same conclusion after working a 2-2 count. Otani struck out looking at a called strike three making the first out of the inning so i will not continue with that article it's got a bit more to it but if you want to read the whole article it's on mlb.com it's titled kershaw strikes out or kershaw sorry that's the video name kershaw freezes otani and talks some smack so if you want to go read that article that is how you can find it Let's go ahead and pop over to the Overwatch League, see what is going on there, and we're going to start wrapping this podcast up. We'll finish off strong with some NFL news, possibly. We'll see what's going on there. So NFL, or not NFL, Overwatch League started off the week with Stage 2, Week through 3, today. So, goodness me. Uh, Seoul Dynasty versus the Shanghai Dragons Seoul wins three to one. So Shanghai is having a really rough go of it. I believe week three is the final week for so week three stage two is the final week of their current manager, and they're going to have an interim manager coming in. So San Francisco, you know my hometown team, hopefully looking better here. They get the win against Dallas uh, today, and. Um, I'm really rooting for them to hopefully bounce back. They're pretty low in the standings, but I know they've gotten a couple wins these last couple uh, couple weeks, so that's good for them. Los Angeles first Valiant versus Los Angeles Gladiators. The Gladiators win that four to zero. Uh, so the rest, some more games will be tomorrow, Thursday, March eighth, and that will be Philadelphia Fusion versus Soul Dynasty. Houston Outlaws versus Los Angeles Valiant. Boston Uprising versus Shanghai. Uh, dragons let's go ahead and look at the standings because i'm kind of curious where everybody's out where everybody's out everybody's at so san francisco um shock my team moving up i'm really happy to see that i think they were at 10th or 11th and now they are at 9th they're still got some work to do there <laughs> they are um I think it's top six teams. I believe I'm correct. Top six teams that move on to the playoffs or or whatever the next. So see, yeah, right, it's actually at the top. Uh, six teams will qualify for the playoffs based on their regular season record. The top seed for each division will receive a first round bye. The next four teams, regardless of division, will also advance. So I'll go ahead and read the the teams here. So New York is crushing it. They have. Uh, 12 wins, 2 losses, Souls in 2nd, 12 wins, 3 losses, London's 10 wins, 4 losses, the Valiant from Los Angeles are 10 wins, 
fifth losses with putting them in fourth place. Fifth place is Houston Outlaws. Sixth place is Philadelphia Fusion. Seventh place is the Boston Uprising. Eighth place, Los Angeles Gladiators. Ninth place, San Francisco Shock. Tenth place, Dallas Fuel. Eleventh place, Florida Mayhem. And still no wins. Twelfth place, Shanghai Dragons. So hopefully they can get their shit together because that is bad. At least put one win on the board. I mean, come on. Um gotta gotta get something you gotta do a little bit better for sure um so like i said we'll finish up strong it's late and uh i want to just get this done here um so what's going on in nfl so i know i think it's uh i know it's postseason right now but still with the combine and everything going on uh there certainly could be some news so let's see Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. You know what, let's go look at this. So, oh no, I forgot that it's a video. I tried to look at that the other day. It was a video about um every team's salary cap. I was gonna kind of curious to see what at least the top five, six teams are. Um, but I don't feel like watching the video. It makes it a bad podcast. Hard to hard to read. I guess I could I could watch it and relay. But uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Um, there's really nothing going in the going on in the NFL today. We can read what's trending. So what's trending? 2018 NFL free agency: the biggest needs for each NFL team. Um, so we'll go through this. Actually, this should be a good way to kind of sum it up. Only a little bit uh, to read. So this is uh, an article on NFL.com written by Greg Rosenthal. And uh, he has some teams. Uh, it looks like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah, so it's not all the teams. But we'll go ahead and uh, oh yeah, so uh, check back tomorrow for the rest of the team. So that's or for the rest of the team. So that's awesome. So we'll go ahead and read this, and then tomorrow night I will read you the rest of the teams. So going on here, so Arizona Cardinals. He says they need a quarterback, offensive lineman, and wide receiver. Atlanta Falcons need a defense, defensive tackle, guard, and wide receiver. Carolina Panthers will need to pick up a wide receiver, defensive end, safety. Chicago Bears wide receiver. They they really need a wide receiver. They I know they had some some big injuries last year, um, and what what else? I remember there was a lot going on with uh, Chicago. And uh, let's see, I'm actually gonna read for Chicago. So wide receiver, they so basically saying wide receiver, cornerback, and edge rusher. General manager manager Ryan Pace feels good about his quarterback and his head coach, with which is a nice base to build an organization from even if Mike Mitchell Trubisky and Matt Nagy, Nagy uh, have a lot to prove. Pace is also fortunate that his needs match up with the depth of his free agent class with a ton of cap space. The Bears are almost certain to spend big on a high-profile receiver and cornerback. It's just a matter of who finding a pass rusher will be tougher before the draft. Dallas Cowboys wide receiver, linebacker, and defensive tackle. Detroit Lions, linebacker, defensive tackle, and running back. Green Bay Packers, cornerback, guard, tight end. Los Angeles Rams, 
edge defender, cornerback, and center. We've got a few more teams here. We'll get through this. Minnesota Vikings, they need a quarterback, defensive tackle, and guard. Uh, da -da. New Orleans. So he's saying here, too, uh, they, for actually going back to the Vikings, the Vikings don't just need a starting quarterback. They need a backup quarterback and a pair of starting guards to play in front of them. This is a dangerous spot to be in with no guarantees. The team can pick up where it left off last season. The defense has incredibly or incredible continuity, the talent, but the group could still see use the, an influx of youth, especially next to Linval Joseph at defensive tackle. So moving on to the New Orleans Saints, linebacker, defensive end, tight end, New York Giants, offensive line, running back, and linebacker. Moving on to the Philadelphia Eagles, linebacker, wide receiver, and defensive tackle. San Francisco 49ers, cornerback, linebacker, and wide receiver. I know they definitely need a wide receiver um, being my team. Um, I know Goodwin really stepped up when Garcon went out. Um, but I think that's really two the big two big targets that the Niners have. If I'm recalling yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, you know what? Because the Niners are my team. Judging by the high cost of some general managers, uh, John Lynch's early contract extension, the 49ers are ready to spend again. The rebuilding of this roster has at least another year to go because Lynch should be signing in bulk as at linebacker and cornerback, uh, where at least two con contributors are needed at each position. None of the skill positions beyond quarterback are close to settled. Lynch needs a strong month to make this team playoffs this team's playoff buzz last uh i know garoppolo looking good in the final of that season or that those those few games he played at the last of the season so <sighs> i don't know i'm so iffy about the niners if they're gonna they're gonna have a good season or at all I, I don't know we'll see i guess i'm excited to see um anything could be better than than last season last season i mean i guess i guess it could be worse but last season was really bad seattle seahawks moving on Offensive line, defensive end, and running back. Tampa Bay Buccaneers need a defensive end, cornerback, and left tackle. And finally getting through the list, Washington Redskins going to need to pick up defensive tackle, running back, and cornerback. If you are interested in reading all, because, because each team has a little snippet, a little paragraph of uh, why or what's going on, if you're interested in reading that, NFL.com 2018 NFL free agency biggest needs for each NFC team. So I will, uh, he will be posting the AFC teams tomorrow, and I will also be reading those off tomorrow as well. Um, that's gonna do it. Like I said, I'm I'm feeling pretty tired. It's about midnight over here, um, and I gotta be up for work early in the morning. So. With that, good night or whatever time you're listening to this, make that time good. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks.